This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Could you please do us a really quick favor? Hit the subscribe button and recommend us to a friend. It really helps more than you know. A Dadsnet original podcast. I'm Al, that's JK, and this is the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. Coming up on today's episode, we're going to be talking about crying as grown men, mainly me. We're going to be talking about, we've got, we've got another, that's a curveball, isn't it? Okay. We've got another confession. Um, probably not quite so divisive as the last time. JK and I have made up since last week's episode. And we've also got more tech courtesy of MPB. Shh, don't tell your mum. All that and more coming up on the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. How's your week been? Well, that's what, yes, I've been crying this week. Well, hang on, you can't just start with that. Like, literally, <laughs> you're saying, like, the floodgates have opened, I can't shut them. It's a bit, well, I don't know if it's a bit like that. What's that? Is it, do you know what? Every episode at the moment, we seem to be referencing friends. <laughs> yes, we do. You mean the, Ch- the Chandler episode when yeah. the floodgates have opened and they can't close anymore? Yep. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, it's an age thing. Nanny. It's an age yeah. thing. I think it is. I think, but I'll tell you what it is. It's kids. Okay, They really de... Uh, like They bring down the walls. They bring down the barriers, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell, you what, I'll tell you what's happened. Now, this is going to sound ludicrous, so I just need to give you a little bit of context here, right? Last, um, where are we going back? So when Ted was uh, went back to school after, um, no, it wasn't COVID. So you know Ted's always struggled with school. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. He's always struggled with school. And going into school and the anxiety around going to school, we've had a real battle until this year. And there's a few things that have come together that have massively improved Ted being at school. And not just him going to school and feeling comfortable at school, but things with friendships, things with his academic. He's made huge progress um, this year. And um, and there are a few things that I think have contributed to that. Now, hear me out. But one of those things has been going to the football. <laughs> oh, funny that. <laughs> what a surprise. So, so, so just bear with me. Now, would would that happen to be Arsenal and the, yes, uh, the season ticket that you both have? <laughs> right. But let me, just, let me just give you the framing of this, okay? Last, this time last year, I had an email from Arsenal saying, Dear Mr. Ferguson, you've just got to the top of the season ticket list. Right, yep. Ted had only just started playing football, and we'd only just gone to an Arsenal game, which he really enjoyed. I just picked up tickets because we were red members. Then I got this email, and I was like, "Whoa, that's amazing!" Because I've been on the list for about nine years, <laughs> right? Wow. Completely forgot about. You're it. very patient. So, yeah, well, I forgot about it. Um, so I rang them up, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, well, can you tell me how much two tickets are going to cost?" And they said, "Oh no, you're only eligible for one." So then, at that point, I was like, "Well, that's useless. There's no way I'm going to get like a pass to go to the football every other week." On my own. <laughs> I mean, that, that's just 
that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't even raise the raise the topic, let alone get it through. Um, but if I take my son, at least I can kind of pass it off as some sort of parenting. Exactly. Um, <laughs> anyway. It's parenting. It's not babysitting. Yeah. Anyway, so in the end, they were like, "No, no, there's nothing we can do." But I went through the back door and I got on LinkedIn and I messaged someone. And you know, on LinkedIn, I tell you what, if you if you want to ask questions to people that you don't think you can get access to, LinkedIn is a very powerful platform. Good tip. Good tip. Good tip. Yeah. Um, so I went through there and, and this very nice lady contacted me and said, yeah, I can have a look at this. And and, and basically what had happened was um, because of COVID, a lot of people who had season tickets went on holidays, like season ticket holidays. So they just deferred their tickets. In the meantime, they wanted to still fill the, the, the seats. So they were selling them to people like me on a year long contract at really cheap price. Right. So I say cheap, like obviously there was, you know, obviously it cost, you know, a, for some people, what would be a significant amount of money. But, you know, it was like a few hundred pounds for a season ticket. Wow. Um, which was, am- like, relatively speaking, amazing. It was so much less than, you know, I reckon we got more than 50% discount. That's incredible. And and we just went, oh, do you know what, sod it. We hadn't been on holiday that year. So the money we'd actually save for a holiday, we actually had left over. So we thought, look, Ted loves it. I love it. Let's just do it. And I didn't know how it would go. It turns out Ted Ted got home one day and he said he was in bed with Jen and he turned to her and he said, Mummy, when I go to the football, it's my happy place. Oh wow. Result like, and he he Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. It was the opposite. I said, Ted, tell your mum. <laughs> Not don't tell your mum. Tell her everything. <laughs> tell her everything to do with football. Yeah. But, you know, so and what's happened is his confidence has grown hugely for a number of reasons. One is just being in crowds and like on a large yep. spaces, going on the train. And, you know, COVID, I think for everyone had an impact on that. Even adults, you know, suddenly crowds were intimidating and going traveling on public transport was intimidating. Um, so his confidence has grown in that. He then has things to say, like whether people like football or not. And there'll be a lot of people who really don't like football. The one thing football does is it gives you something to talk about almost wherever you go in mm. life he can go to school he can go to university he can go to the workplace and he can be able to talk about something because of football whether they're adults so he he's he's grown in his confidence so much and i do and i fundamentally believe that this going to the football has contributed to having a year of him feeling so much better about himself right right then it came to the renewal and I rung them up and I was like, yeah, I'd like to renew. And they were like, well, you can't renew because you were on a one-year deal. And all the people who have the uh, season ticket holidays, they get first come, first serve because they were ahead of the queue. Mm. I get it. It makes sense. But I was losing my shit because I was thinking, oh, God, this is never going to happen. And um, and anyway, so I had to wait a couple of days. They said, right, we're going to give them all to them. And then whatever's left will go to people like you. Oh. They sent an email out. And you know when everyone's just running, like, oh, they're on the website. And then you're trying to get tickets for any concert or, and the website crashes yeah. and yeah. it's not working. It's glitching and all this. And I, you can see the stadium and all these little green available seats. And they're just slowly disappearing. <laughs> as people are I'm thinking, oh, my God. Bing, so bing, then, bing, bing. Yeah. Oh, it's terrifying. So then I rung up and I was in the queue. I was number 82 in the queue and I was on hold for two hours. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. No. Right? And I got through to this lady called Hazel and I was like, oh, God, Hazel, this has just been the worst <laughs> afternoon. I don't know. She must have been like, what the hell? I mean, the only other thing that you couldn't do at that point because you weren't face to face was grab her by the leg and bleed. <laughs> I would have. I would have. Honestly, I would have. I wouldn't have let go. Um 
uh, but it was so stressful. And, and I'll tell you why in a minute. I'll tell you why in a minute. Um, so I said to Hayes, I said, I said, this is the situation. And she goes, oh, there's, there's nothing. Like, it's all gone. Oh, and I told her about Ted. And she said, oh, so he's eight years old. And I was like, yeah, yeah, he's eight. She goes, well, let me look in the family section. Let me look at, as a junior gunner. And I can move his membership around because he had an adult membership. It was a bit weird why, but he had an adult yeah. membership. Anyway, she found us two seats in the family enclosure in the family section and i was like and jen was like is it happening is it happening like this and i was like um until that money leaves my account and i get the confirmation email i am not saying yes yeah anyway it did happen she goes oh just let me tell you the price right so my ticket was the same as i paid last year but no. that was a 50 percent discount ted's how for his season ticket as a junior gunner right guess how much it was is it more than what yours is Guess how much? Same price. His was £350. It's half. Half. Oh, my God. It's half. So, we, so we're actually quids in. And what we did was really sweet, actually. Ted saved a lot of, like, little pocket money and birthday money. And he, oh. he came downstairs and gave me 120 quid, which he'd saved. Amazing. Wow. Yeah, really. Amazing. You know that he's just taken that out of your back pocket and out of Jen's well, purse. Well, yeah. You know that, don't you? <laughs> yeah, 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 I gave it to him. Yeah, he's you saved it. Well, like done, well done. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> But, and my mum helped us out as well with it. But but the point is, right, the reason I was so stressed about it, and then when she said that, Jen was out of the house because she said, Al, I can't cope with you because you're so stressed by this. I broke down and cried. And that's, oh. you know, coming, coming full circle, I just cried. I was so relieved that it happened. I cried. And and the thing is, is that it was, this is why. Because the thought of staring your child in the face, telling them something you know is going to break their heart or, like, at best disappoint them like so much the thought of that is unbearable unbearable and then the relief that i didn't wouldn't have to do that oh my god this all sounds very lovely and you know i'm i'm, I'm so pleased for you that you've you've got your your seat but, <laughs> but you know where i'm going with this don't you i don't i don't think those tears were for were for ted i i think these were tears <laughs> These are tears of joy for you, making sure A, you get to see the football and B, you get out of the house. I don't think it's got anything to do with the kid. Also, the best bit is that these tickets are now ours until Ted turns 16. (laughs) There it is. That's why you cried. (laughs) No, no. Like, honestly, you know, I love going to the football, but I've loved going to the football my whole life. I don't have to go every two weeks. Like, I don't. I wouldn't. And in all honesty, if I didn't have Ted, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be bothered. I'd rather go. I'd rather stay local and watch with a pub in the fret with friends or something. Hang on, the tears you know, are starting. A couple of times a season's fret. Wait, there we go. But actually, guys. Just going to get a tissue. Hang on a second. It's all. Oh, my God. I knew this was going to be a dodgy conversation. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. No, actually, look, I'll flip this around very quickly. I totally agree with you. The floodgates now open. We've got one of these Amazon Echo shows, all right? So this is, these hmm. are like the TV versions, those little things. Like we've got a 10 inch one, which is about the size of an iPad. And we, we rotate our photographs on them because we've got all these photos in our hard drives and we never see them. So I rotate mm. them. So that's what we do. Yeah. I'm not kidding now. Any photo of my children that come up and they're, I don't know, b- b- below two years old, I can look at the, f- if I look at the photo for long enough, I can mm. start crying. I, yeah. g- I genuinely can. And yeah. th- it's an age thing. Kids do this to you. The floodgates are opened. I j- yeah, I mean, oh look, look, there's Noah, there's Noah, and but, uh, he's cuddling think, a goat. Oh, that's so cute. I know. I think I think the thing is right when with your partner, you know, because I Jen busts my balls because she says I didn't cry when she walked down the aisle. 
Is it, oh, is this an ongoing thing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. And I definitely kind of like, you know, it got me. Like, I had that kind of in my throat and it got me. But I wasn't like sobbing. No, of course I wasn't sobbing. You look beautiful. It's one of the most magical moments ever. But no, I wasn't sobbing. No. Anyway, so she's got this thing. Oh, yeah, you, you cry about Arsenal tickets, but not when you saw me going down the aisle. <laughs> and it's Can I just say, I'm going to have this for the radio show. This is going to be a feature on the radio show, which is going to be called The Thing You Didn't Cry At, But You Should Have. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, sponsored by Jen Ferguson. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah. that's it. That's, um, that's on the radio show this week. Thank but you. The, but the, the, the difference, right, is that with your partner, you, you, you've chosen to love them and to like, you know, commit to them and all of those things, right? You've chosen that. When, when you've got a kid, it's, you know, there's, either love is not, is neither, not more or less important. Yeah. But one of the, but they are very different feelings. Like one of them is like, I don't know, like non-controllable. And one of them is much more of a cognitive love. And one of them is much more of like a, I'm probably digging a massive, great big hole here. I'd, I'd quickly get onto the confession if I was you now, because yeah, quick, someone yeah. save me. I, did, I said this when we were planning. I said I've got something, but I don't have to be quite. Careful. I don't really know how I'm going to go with it. I thought, well, well, twelve minutes later, you went with it, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> fucking hell. Please, right, like, right, just like and subscribe, download, and let's do a confession. <laughs> So this is the Don't Tell Your Mum confession where one dad seeks forgiveness of something that he may have done wrong and probably muttered those uh, those words, please, please don't tell your mum. Uh, last week was a belter. This week, what we got this week? This week is a good one. It's from a guy called Paul. So definitely, definitely the name or is this just some sort definitely of pseudo name? name? Definitely no. Def- right. Well, I don't know. It comes up on his WhatsApp, so. Okay, so it probably is. So it, yeah, we've got another voice note. I'm loving these voice notes. Ones, another so. voice note? Yes. Yeah. Do you know what I'd love to do? Like, if anyone's listening and they've got a "Don't Tell Your Mum" confession to share, let's get on a call. I'd love to have a call about it because as you're ta- as as these are being shared, I want to ask questions. So if that is you, you've got something. Let's get on a call. You can be anonymous. We can yeah. even like turn your voice to like some robot I can voice or pitch your voice in any way, shape, or form. Mm. Anyway, here we go. This is Paul. Hi, JK and Al. I'm hoping you share this story because I've been a long time listener and I really enjoy it every Wednesday when it comes out. Now. This isn't so much of a don't tell your mum confession, rather a don't tell your teacher one. <laughs> well, I suppose it could be both. When I was a kid, my old man used to take me out of school and take me horse racing. I bloody loved it, and such fond memories of uh, spending time together. Now, my son is turning 14, and I'm thinking of doing the same thing with him. The problem is, back then, taking a kid out of school, no one batted an eyelid. These days, at best, it's frowned upon. At worst, you can get fined. But, in my opinion, spending quality time together is way more important than the odd day at school. I did it once, and we did have a really nice day. His mum, though, who was separated from, was angry about it that I'd done it. The school didn't know. But now, I'm planning on doing it again in a few weeks' time. I spoke to my son about it. He's keen, but I have to emphasise the point don't tell your mum and don't tell your teachers either he's a good lad so i'm pretty sure he'll be as good as gold also i'm 50 quid up from the last time so i think i'm on a streak thanks guys (laughs) (laughs) oh no whatever we say now we 
we're basically if we if if we condone this, then we're saying it's fine to take your kids out of school. But then if we say, well, it's about quality time, do you always have to stick to the rules, blah, blah, blah. It's a difficult one, this. And, and I'll, I'll give you a quick example. I've got, I've got friends that, that often take their kids out of school for a two-week holiday, wherever it is, whether it's Spain, Disneyland, whatever. Okay, yeah. And, uh, and I kind of go, do you know what? Fair play to you. Absolutely. You know, you know it, it's cheaper. And if you haven't got, you know, if you haven't got much money, that's that's something you need to consider. And I'm like, yeah, I'm all for it. But wh- why can I not do it? Why have I not got the guts to do it? I don't know what it is. I want yeah. to, but I can't. I, I, I do feel the same as you in that. I certainly used to feel like that. But in recent times, uh, you know, when you think about COVID mm. and how much time our kids were basically just messing about in the gardens or going on a walk or watching TV or something, Yeah, right? There is a gap in education because of that. You know, the school that I'm involved with um, and people I've spoken to, there are gaps where children are further behind than where they should be. But it's not massive. Mm. Like, it's not, you know, it's not... And and it's certainly not, um, you know untreatable like there's things we can do about it so so my point here is that when you when you contextualize it with well they list they you know some of our children have missed nearly two years of school or certainly the best part of two years worth of education and they're fine (laughs) like mostly fine missing the odd day throughout the year or a week here or half a week there or going away on a friday and a monday and you know having a long weekend with your with your family it like it doesn't matter I, I agree. I agree. But I just there's some sort of force field which which makes me stop doing it. What is that force field? It's the head teachers. What is it? You. <laughs> I, do you know what it is? I I love I love our kids' school. I mean, I genuinely love it. I, I'm so grateful and and happy that we have the most amazing school. I genuinely do. But it's part of me that really gets frustrated, which is that, like you say, two years kids off school. You know that two years, and that's that wasn't our choice. We were told to work from home homeschool mm. all this sort of stuff but what what really gets on my mm, is that now it'll go straight back to normal where oh if you have days off we're going to fine you or oh yeah the, the attendance record isn't great mm. oh. well hang on mm. a second what happened to two years ago where where, yeah, yeah. where we were forced to stay yeah. at home what why is that now just totally erased that's yeah. what that's that, where it what really hacks me off yeah I, I th- so in the same way as like you know a lot of dads who uh have gone back to work after the the covid and, and working from home and a lot of their offices are saying oh i need to come back in the office and actually there's an argument to say well no they don't because mm. they everything happens still when they're working from home at the very least let's be more flexible you know let's do three days in the office and two days at home or, or whatever so there is that argument i think the problem you know so, so schools should be doing the same thing yeah you do need to be at school but we can be a bit more flexible if there's a good reason for it i think the problem is going to come because it will get abused and i think they have to keep that kind of strict mm. expectation because it will get abused however my argument would be it should be case by case and i think a sensible school with a sensible head will take each case as it comes, you know, well, is this child going to benefit from having, you know, a really nice, fun family holiday in 
you know, Spain or wherever. Well, yes, that's going to be really beneficial to them. Okay, you you being a former teacher, here's mm. here's a proposal for you. What, what do you think, you know, if you ran the school, what would you say? Why don't they just say, okay, right, you can have, a bit like employment, you know, you can have two weeks holiday in mm. the year. Two weeks where you can have your kids out. Okay, let's say one week, right? Let's just say one week. Yeah, you can have days. one week, five days, no fine, where and you can go whenever you want. And this will be beneficial to... To, to parents, single parents that have zero money and can't afford to go in the holidays. I mean, mm -hmm. this actually would be such a great idea. This would be such a great thing to mm -hmm. do and take yeah. the burden off things. Why don't we do something like that? I think that's a. I think I would be in full support of that idea, and I think it's a case of here's an, like you apply. You know, you write to your head teacher or the governors or whoever. You write to them and you put down your case and you say, right, this is what we want to do on during the five days that we're going to take Jimmy out of school. Mm. We're gonna. You know, do one day in London and we're going to, the rest of the time we're going to go on holiday here, here, here and whatever else. And actually put a case forward yeah, yeah, yeah. to say, this is what I'm going to do. Take it or leave it. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I completely agree with that. You know, we, we're going to go on holiday, but we wouldn't be able to afford to do this if it was in summer holidays. So we're going to have our week here. Yeah. I think that's completely sensible there are some there's in mo a lot of schools particularly secondary schools they have what's called um activities week we called it in my school or um what do they call it it's basically a week off curricula yeah and they do lots of additional things so they'll get in theater groups or they'll do a sports course or loads of different activities that isn't english maths science you know um and during those weeks for certainly for one school that i know of locally you can apply to take your kids out of school for that week oh fantastic and do whatever you want you can go on holiday but you, you but you have to put on like you, there has to be a certain level of educational purposes so for example if we're going to go on holiday to italy we're going to go to the roman ruins and spend a day you yeah know, you've got to kind of we're going to go to the vineyards just to sample yeah. what um what the vineyards sure. have to offer yeah exactly. okay well let's learn how they're made well let's okay from there then so that's what we've just put to, that, that's our case that's what we've put together mm. the right honorable gentleman let's go back to paul who just wants to take his kid out to go horse racing <laughs> How do we, is, is that any different or is that, how do we feel about that? Well, yeah, so I, the, the thing is, I don't think it's about the activity necessarily, but actually what this dad is saying is that it's really good quality, quality time. time. I can remember being taken out of school. Uh, I remember going eel fishing once with my dad. And eel all, fishing? Yeah, I And also... <laughs> But then Only you. But my dad also liked. He'd go right, um, uh, uh, J J Jason. You're not. You're not going to go to school today. But I'm. I'm not poorly, Dad. I'm all right. Yep, I know. But we got. We got work to do. We're fencing today. We're fencing. I need you to hold the posts. I'd have days off to go like and to go fix fences so the sheep didn't get out. You know and. Was that beneficial? Well, it taught me how to do fencing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know. So. Yeah. I mean, I think if you wrote to the school saying, I want to take my kid horse racing, I don't think you've got a really strong case. What about if you get a letter from William Hill just to say that... Uh... <laughs> yeah, with a free £20 bet. <laughs> and that's the reason we're going, because I've got a free bet that I need yeah. to use. And, and, it and clearly, Paul, today. you're on a streak. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's my lucky charm. I need him with me. <laughs> 
he chooses the horses and I'm 50 quid up. <laughs> Come on, I need my fix. He, he, he gives me the tips. You know, like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't have a problem with you taking a kid out to spend quality time with them. And, and horse racing is not my thing. But if it's your thing, great, go for it. So, you know, as I guess from my point of view, Paul, as long as this isn't like a weekly occurrence or more regular even then it's kind of fine. You know, once every six weeks, fine. Like, yeah. oh, just enjoy yourself. Like, you know, they're only 14 once. I think that's the other thing. You know, you can lose so much time to school. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, you... We, we don't have any official authority, Paul, just so you know, but we're, we're both saying, you're forgiven. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> you're forgiven. Yeah. yeah. You're, the real battle is with your ex-wife. Yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> we can't help. Good yeah, luck. Nothing to advise there because no. I have a shit show. No, nothing. To, you're on your own. Sorry, you're on your own. Um, so let us know how that goes, Paul. Thanks for the confession. Uh, JK, you got new tech? What is the We're best reconditioning entry? the tech feature because we've teamed up with MPB, the best place to get hold of reconditioned camera equipment at great prices. Plus, you can trade in your old bits and bobs. I mean, JK loves it. So, JK, you got new tech? Shh. Thanks to MPB. Don't tell your mum. What is the best entry-level compact camera to go for without breaking the bank to replace using my phone for photos? Can I caveat this question? Because there is surely a debate here where people will say, why do I need a compact camera over a phone? I'll put you on the spot now. I'm sorry about that. No, it's a, it's a good question. So there has to be a gain other than, for example, like the image quality. I think for me, when you go on holiday, I think I like to free up my phone for things that I need to do. People obviously can carry kind of like charging packs and stuff. I don't like to do all that because they're, they're heavy. So when I go on holiday, um, I like to have as much control as I possibly can with my images without having to carry like a hulking beast of a camera. So for example, even though you can control certain things on your phone with an app, you can't control necessarily things like aperture, for example. Whereas with these compacts, they're as small as your phone is fully pocketable, but you have full manual control over pretty much anything. So ISO, aperture, and shutter speed, if you want to get creative with your photography. I work a lot on my phone as well. It's quite nice to not have your phone in your hand any more than you need to have it already. Yeah. From a psychological point of view, yeah. it's nice not to have, because it's so easy. I mean, the amount of times that you kind of like do something with a camera, and then before you know it, you're kind of just like scrolling, and yeah. you've got no idea how you got there. Suddenly on Instagram? Suddenly on Instagram. <laughs> Checking <Exactly>. the DMs? <laughs> Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I like that. I'd like, keep the phone in the bag and if you want to capture your memories and your photos, you've got your compact. And it keeps you present because as soon as you have a proper camera in your hand, it's like you're aware that you're kind of like your eyes going to change. Whereas yeah. a mobile phone, the psychology is not going to be there because it's always in your hand anyway. Yeah. So you're not thinking necessarily and we'll take photos. So now we've identified that, yes, a compact camera in many cases is worth getting to take photos over your phone. Which one should we get? The Sony RX100 series of cameras are absolutely phenomenal. I love this camera. I absolutely love this camera. I think this camera was a total game changer, not just because of its size, but the amount of stuff that's in that camera. Absolutely agree. Um, the best thing about this camera, I would say, is obviously its size. It's tiny. I mean, I have a pocket here. It'll it's gone. It'll fit in there. Just like that, it's gone. <laughs> and it will equally fit in my trouser pocket as well. Like it's it's always there with you. So you know what everyone always says, the best camera is the one that you've got on you. And obviously that usually is a mobile phone. 
Right, so this actually, like everything else we talked about before, this camera will easily fit in your pocket and be completely unobtrusive and as easily to take out your pocket as your mobile phone would be. I mean, that is as big as a power bank that you would need to take to recharge your phone anyway, right? Exactly, yeah. So one of the best things about Sony as a company, the reason why I like Sony so much is they always give the customer a lot more than what they expect. Uh, I'm not a fan of uh, composing images through the, uh, the rear screen. I'm quite traditional in how I like to do things which is why this one has yes! a little finder. Sorry, it's little things like that that I love. <laughs> we can tell. I had a moment. <laughs> Aside from that, you probably saw how quickly it was to start up as well. Which you, you do need with kids. Yeah. Because yes. they're not stopping. Whoa, 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 stop, let me take a photo. They've gone. Yeah, exactly. They, they, I mean, it was almost as if that speeds them up. This one is almost instantaneous. So it has a zoom lens. Um, fast aperture and it has all the manual controls as well as kind of auto functions as well. So it's something that will benefit pretty much anybody. And you were talking about the kids, making sure you turn it on quick enough to get them. The autofocus on this is phenomenal. Lightning. It's a family camera that you take on holiday with you, days out, National Trust, English Heritage to the park, wherever you do, that's, that's the only one you need. I'm thinking that I might would rather that than a DSLR. Will that, will that get close to the quality of a DSLR? I mean, yes. Like an, like an, I'm talking like entry-level DSLR. Yeah, no, no, absolutely, it will. I mean, you will still see a vast improvement in your images with something like this. Don't forget, I mean, as a general rule, pretty much everything we have here, the sensor size is bigger than a, a mobile phone. But you wouldn't, you don't need the latest version. No. Because that's perfectly, well, probably actually is far superior to anything I would need. Compact does video and photo really well. I mean, look how tiny that thing is, mm. the quality. Yeah, this one, this one specifically, this is an RX 104. This one can, this one can be had for around about uh, 300 pounds, I would say, maybe just over, depending on the condition. Um, but obviously if you don't need some of the, um, the amazing things on this camera, like the 4K, for example, you can get the lower models for like between 100 and 200 quid. Yeah. And let's remember these cameras new are about a thousand pounds. They were. And that, that shows you how good that camera is. That's why it's got everything yeah. in it. Wow. And, this, and this is a camera that will serve you very, very well. Feel the build quality. The build quality is wonderful. Yeah, that's nice. Contact us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, these videos are costing me a lot of money. <laughs> uh, I, I, look, I just once again need to say that this is the greatest little compact camera that you're going to get. And I'm not going to go on about it because we've just talked about it. But what I am going to say is remember that camera brand new cost over a grand over 1000 pounds and you can get one like for 300 quid you can get ones cheaper than that which are the mark one the mark two and mark three so just remember how much stuff you've got in this camera the capabilities even even the ones without 4k the hd picture quality and the video and, and and the photos are phenomenal it is just one hell of a camera and it fits in your pocket fits in your pocket right. it's tiny thank you very much for listening <laughs> thanks for that cheers Fantastic. that's a wrap um, yeah thanks for listening guys please do remember to share this with your friends we said last week better say it again if you've got uh, you know get it in whatsapp and send it to your NCT groups or your dad groups or your mum groups just send it around to some other people do us a favour it's a massive massive help for us uh, and yeah download subscribe also yeah send us some reviews we'd love a, love a little review oh we had a review the other day we'll do, we'll do it in the next one we had, we had a few more reviews we'll do it in the next one have a good week a dad's net original podcast